0: Hi, I'm Noah Kelly. It's October 15th, and this is the Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are Jeremiah 26 and 27, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, Psalms 85 verses 1 through 13, and Proverbs 25 verse 16. Jeremiah 26. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord early in the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard in front of the temple of the Lord and make an announcement to the people who have come there to worship from all over Judah. Give them my entire message, include every word. Perhaps they will listen and turn from their evil ways. Then I will change my mind about the disaster I am ready to pour out on them because of their sins." Say to them, this is what the Lord says. If you will not listen to me and obey my word, I have given you. And if you will not listen to my servants, the prophets, for I sent them again and again to warn you, but you would not listen to them, then I will destroy this temple as I destroyed Shiloh, the place where the tabernacle was located. And I will make Jerusalem an object of cursing in every nation on earth. The priests, the prophets, and all the people listened to Jeremiah as he spoke in front of the Lord's temple. But when Jeremiah had finished his message, saying everything the Lord had told him to say, the priests and prophets and all the people at the temple mobbed him. Kill him, they shouted. What right do you have to prophesy in the Lord's name that this temple will be destroyed like Shiloh? What do you mean, saying that Jerusalem will be destroyed and left with no inhabitants? And all the people threatened him as he stood in front of the temple. When the officials of Judah heard what was happening, they rushed over from the palace and sat down at the new gate of the temple to hold court. The priests and prophets presented their accusations to the officials and the people. This man should die, they said. You have heard with your own ears what a traitor he is, for he has prophesied against this city. Then Jeremiah spoke to the officials and the people in his own defense. The Lord sent me to prophesy against this temple and this city, he said. The Lord gave me every word that I have spoken, but if you stop your sinning and begin to obey the Lord your God, he will change his mind about this disaster that he has announced against you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me as you think best. But if you kill me, rest assured you will be killing an innocent man. The responsibility for such a deed will lie on you, on this city, and on every person living in it. For it is absolutely true that the Lord sent me to speak every word you have heard. Then the officials and the people said to the priests and prophets, This man does not deserve the death sentence, for he has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Then some of the wise old men stood and spoke to all the people assembled there. They said, remember when Micah the Morasheth prophesied during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah? He told the people of Judah, this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. Mount Zion will be plowed like an open field. Jerusalem will be reduced to ruins. A thicket will grow on the heights where the temple now stands. But did King Hezekiah and the people kill him for saying this? No, they turned from their sins and worshipped the Lord. They begged him for mercy. Then the Lord changed his mind about the terrible disaster he had pronounced against them. So we are about to do ourselves great harm. At this time, Uriah, son of Shemaiah, from Kiriath-Jerim, was also prophesying for the Lord, and he predicted the same terrible disaster against the city and nation as Jeremiah did. When King Jehoiakim and the army officers and officials heard what he was saying, the king sent someone to kill him. But Uriah heard about the plan and escaped in fear to Egypt. Then King Jehoiakim sent Elnathan, son of Akbor to Egypt, along with several other men to capture Uriah. They took him prisoner and brought him back to King Jehoiakim. The king then killed Uriah, with a sword and had him buried in an unmarked grave. Nevertheless Ahikam, son of Shephan, stood up for Jeremiah and persuaded the court not to turn him over to the mob to be killed. Jeremiah twenty-seven. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord, early in the reign of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord said to me Make a yoke and fasten it on your neck with leather straps. Then send messages to the kings of Edom, Moab, Ammon, Tyr, and Sidon, through their ambassadors, who have come to see King Zedekiah in Jerusalem. Give them this message for their masters. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. With my great strength and powerful arm, I made the earth and all its people and every animal. I can give these things of mine to anyone I choose. Now I will give your countries to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, who is my servant. I have put everything, even the wild animals, under his control. All the nations will serve him, his son and his grandson, until his time is up. Then many nations and great kings will conquer and rule over Babylon. So you must submit to Babylon's king and serve him. Put your neck under Babylon's yoke. I will punish any nation that refuses to be his slave, says the Lord. I will send war, famine, and disease upon that nation until Babylon has conquered it. Do not listen to your false prophets, fortune tellers, interpreters of dreams, mediums, and sorcerers who say, The king of Babylon will not conquer you. They are all liars, and their lies will lead to your being driven out of your land. I will drive you out and send you far away to die. But the people of any nation that submits to the king of Babylon will be allowed to stay in their own country to farm the land as usual. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then I repeated this same message to King Zedekiah of Judah. If you want to live, submit to the yoke of the king of Babylon and his people. Why do you insist on dying, you and your people? Why should you choose war, famine, and disease, which the Lord will bring against every nation that refuses to submit to Babylon's king? Do not listen to the false prophets who keep telling you, the king of Babylon will not conquer you. They are liars. This is what the Lord says. I have not sent these prophets. They are telling you lies in my name, so I will drive you from this land. You will all die, you and all these prophets too. Then I spoke to the priests and the people and said, This is what the Lord says. Do not listen to your prophets who claim that soon the gold articles taken from my temple will be returned from Babylon. It is all a lie. Do not listen to them. Surrender to the king of Babylon and you will live. Why should this whole city be destroyed? If they really are prophets and speak the Lord's messages, let them pray to the Lord of heaven's armies. Let them pray that the articles remaining in the Lord's temple and in the king's palace and in the palaces of Jerusalem will not be carried away to Babylon. For the Lord of heaven's armies has spoken about the pillars in front of the temple, the great bronze basin called the sea, the water carts, and all the other ceremonial articles. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon left them here when he exiled Jehoiachin, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, to Babylon, along with all the other nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yes, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says about the precious things still in the temple, and the palace of Judah's king and in Jerusalem. They will all be carried away to Babylon and will stay there until I send for them, says the Lord. Then I will bring them back to Jerusalem again. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people. For not everyone is a believer, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we are confident in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we commanded you. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they received from us. For you will know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We commend such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. Here is my greeting in my own handwriting, Paul. I do this in all my letters to prove they are from me. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Psalms 85 Lord, you poured out blessings on your land. You restored the fortunes of Israel. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. You held back your fury. You kept back your blazing anger. Now restore us again, O God of our salvation. Put aside your anger against us once more. Will you be angry with us always? Will you prolong your wrath to all generations? Won't you revive us again so your people can rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying, for he speaks peace to his faithful people. But let them not return to their foolish ways. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. So our land will be filled with his glory. Unfailing love and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth springs up from the earth, and righteousness smiles down from heaven. Yes, the Lord pours down his blessings. Our land will yield its bountiful harvest. Righteousness goes as a herald before him, preparing the way for his steps. Proverbs 25, verse 16. Do you like honey? Don't eat too much, or it will make you sick.